Hey, boys and girls, thanks for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. This show is brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. They're the leader in silhouette manufacturing, but you already knew that. Go to divebombindustries.com today and get the silhouettes that you need for the season that is already upon us. Rock bottom prices and the best looking decoy on the market, bar none. It's what we use seven days a week. Can't go wrong with them. I love them. They're great. Right, Jeff? Bingo. And, they, and they save space. Oh, my gosh, the best save, space saver in the world. Only the best. So go to divebombindustries.com today. Get what you need. Put that order in right now. That's at www.divebombindustries.com. Great guys, too. They just hunted with us. Yep. Fantastic guys. This show is also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. They're changing the game. They're, they're changing the shotgun shell world forever. Use Boss Shot Shells. No more long sailors. Knocks them dead. Save those steps. Save your retriever some miles this season by getting you Boss Ammunitions. Go to BossShotShells.com. Check them out on Instagram. Awesome stuff. Stone Cold Killers. And husbands, you need to turn this podcast over to your ladies right now. Ladies, your husbands want Christmas gifts. Everybody does. Every man says the same thing. I really don't want nothing, honey. I don't really want anything. He does. He wants something. He wants something in the hunting business. Go to 737DuckCalls.com. Get him a duck call. Get him a goose call. That's what the man wants. He's listening to Waterfowl Podcast. He wants to buy a duck call or goose call. Don't buy him another tie. Don't buy him some shitty yard device he has to mow with because that's just doing work. That's like your husband buying you a vacuum cleaner. Buy him a duck call or goose call. Go to 737duckcalls.com. If he's got a boat and he bow fishes or he bow hunts, whatever, I guess it's bow fishing is what you call it, or he's a hunter, a varmint hunter, whatever, get him some sea light LEDs. Go to sealightleds.com, get the best lights on the market. Folks, they light up everything. We use them on our goose spreads every morning. Trailers, turn the light on, boom. You can see your whole spread, put it up. Go to sealightleds.com. Lucky Duck Spinners, your husband's a duck hunter. Go get him some spinners. You need spinners to shoot ducks. You want your husband happy, you want to let him shoot some greenheads. To shoot ducks, you need spinners. You need greenhead spinners to shoot the mallards. LuckyDuck.com. Go and buy him some spinners. They got varmint calls. They got, or varmint decoys. They got duck decoys. They've got goose decoys. They got flappers. They got spinners. They got it all. Go to LuckyDuck.com. Go. My my favorite one they have is a waterproof one that comes in the bag. It's got everything in it. You got a bag. It's easy to store it in for the off season. Go to LuckyDuck.com. And if your husband or wife is a drinker. Which, let's face it, they're married to you, so they probably are. Go to WilliamandChrisWines.com. Get you some get you some fine, fine Texas wine. Uh, they've got a promo code. Use the promo code HONKER, and it can be dollar case shipping. Dollar shipping. So go to WilliamandChrisWines.com. Use the promo code and uh, get your old lady sauced. And it also is a great gift for your secretary. So if you're not getting your wife's sauce, get your, get your secretary sauce. Just then, don't just don't get me too. <laughs> and then go to GarrisonBrothers.com. Folks, Texas bourbon, it's the best there is. There's no better bourbon in the United States than Texas bourbon. Go to GarrisonBrothers.com. And get the best bourbon on the market. And then finally, who doesn't want a new pair of binoculars? Athlon Optics are the way to go. Uh, Jeff is has used Swarovski binoculars most of his career. He is now over on the Athlon train. With some of the newest technology, the glass is, is incredibly clear. No more squinting your eyes to see what kind of birds are in your field. So uh, for the price, you cannot beat them. So go to athlonoptics.com. Get those binoculars. You know you need them. And our final 
sponsor is Stanfield Hang Outfitters. Folks, we, we, we do this podcast. We do it right here every day in Studio A at the Big Honker Lodge. Folks, come out and see us at the Big Honker Lodge at stanfieldhunting.com. Give me a call. Personally, call. Ask for Jeff, 940-658-3172, and I'll hook you up. I got December 3rd and 4th, December 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'll make you a deal. Six guys on a private goose hunt. Give me a call, 940-658-3172. That's stanfieldhunting.com, home of the Big Honker Lodge. And then you can hunt with me and Zach. Win-win. All right, on this episode of the podcast, we're joined by the boys from 737 Duck Calls. Well, Kyle's there. He just doesn't get on the phone, so it's mainly Dustin. Anyway, good guys. They tell us what they got cooking, how they got into the call-making business, how they came up with that catchy name, 737, uh, some of the ducks that they shoot on their duck club in Oklahoma. And, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Glad to have them on. We've been playing cat and mouse with them for the last couple of months. We've been trying to get them on the podcast, and this is uh, this is when it finally worked out for all of us. So anyway, here they are, the 737 boys, mainly Dustin. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. Got Zach here along for the ride also. And on the phones, we've got the 737 boys, Kyle Sanders and Dustin Jones. How are you boys? Doing well. How about yourself? We just greased 40, uh, 40 dark, so everything is going great here in Texas. How are things in Oklahoma? Oh, we're just tying up some loose ends. You know, we got few birds in the area but just kind of tying up those things and ready for the second season it's kind of when we really fire things off now when you just because the migration is is kind of in full swing second season or or what's the what's the thinking behind that yeah we typically get push a bird but um mainly you know we spend so much time in the water and things like that in late october early november we're letting crops mature things like that so you know, typically the better hunting for us is starting early December. We kind of push everything on the feeding. What's the What's the typical crop there that, that you're that you're harvesting? So we plant mainly. Uh, we have a lot of different things. We work the corn. We have a pretty good chunk of corn. Do a lot of moist soil, rice. Uh, we do olives from time to time. Uh, that's that's probably the crops there for us. Now, are you uh, y'all's corn? You just plant it and you flood it, and you, yes, sir. It's and you can't manipulate it. You can't manipulate it or anything, can you? Right, no. So we leave it freestanding and flood it. To the, I mean, you know, we have lanes cut where you can uh, take, you know, rangers and such in and out. Um, we don't knock any ears down by walking in. I mean, you got to be pretty careful you know, to whenever you're going in and out all through the season, not to knock any ears down. But we've got lanes, so. All that can be avoided so we, you know, comply with all the laws. Since we're not harvesting, you know, it's a whole different set of rules. 
So if a no, if a dog knocks down a bunch of a bunch of ears of corn, then they can, you can get in trouble for that. I mean, I'm technically yes, technically yes. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty touchy. It's a touchy crop, but you know it seems to be the best for us. So are y'all shooting? Uh, are you, right now, are you holding a lot of widgeons and gadwalls. You shooting? There's a lot of green coming in now. Uh, we had we actually had some gray ducks earlier on. I mean. We got that real cold snap. I think you guys may have got a little bit of that cold weather there. Yes, in October. A few weeks back. Yeah. We had some gray ducks, which is pretty unusual for this property. Um, but now we're just all mallards. Yeah. And pintail. We have a pintail now. But once, uh, I mean, none of those gray ducks have pushed out. We won't, we won't see any again. I don't even, I can't remember. Maybe Tom can. Last time we harvested them. I mean, we just don't get them. Now, uh, do you have any better luck with pintails than we do? Because they are a real bitch down here. Yeah, we actually were talking about that the other day when we were hunting. How how I've heard guys in you know in South Texas area that kill pintails, how they just decoy so great for them, and then you know we were talking about how decoy shy they are here. Yeah, there's times when they don't hesitate a bit, drop right in, and other times you know you just kind of throw your hat up, whatever, let them do what they want. Right. So, I, I can. Remember. Yeah, we have a hard time with them. Zach and I had a had some gentlemen from South Texas opening weekend of duck season, and they that's what they were talking. They were talking about how just incredibly stupid the pintails are down there, and just give it up every time that they see them. And they were like, "I can't believe that they're this difficult up here." Yeah, I don't know what it is either, because you know a good friend of ours, he lived in Houston for a while, was a member of a, a club down there, and he just talked about killing pintails like it was no problem, and then. You know, you get up here, and it's a totally different story. And you would think the further south they went, the you know, the more educated they'd be. But apparently, that's not the case. Yeah. Now, you when when did you guys start originally? The club or the call? The calls. Okay, so the call started in well, we officially launched in December of fifteen. Um, I've been toying around with making calls for for quite a while. Uh, when I was in college and things like that. So, uh, my dad's always had a really nice wood shop and I've always kind of been around that. And I've made them for a while, just messing around, you know, two, three here, there, whatnot. And I kind of, after I graduated college, I kind of put that stuff on the back burner. Had too much going, had a new career and whatnot. What was your career? Then, in? Uh, yeah. So I work for, uh, uh, electric utility. I do power plant performance and things like that. Emissions controls, all that stuff. And then you had so, this passion project. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of put that on the back burner, the calls for a while. And somehow Kyle and I were out here working at the club one day and he brought up that I should make calls again. And I kind of just shook him off, you know, it wasn't really something I wanted to do. And he kept prying, kept prying, kept prying. So I started working on it again. And I worked on it for probably a year, year and a half before I came back with a new, you know, a new shape, new design, sound, all that. And it may, may have even been two years. And uh, once we came up with that initial design, which is the number one now, it, it's had a few tweaks since we, you know, come out with it. But essentially that's, that's the original call, and we kind of took it from there. I mean, it's, he's a, Kyle's a big-picture guy. So for me, it's hard to you know it was hard for me to see the the overall how big we are now. 
if you would ask me four or five years ago, I I may have been a little hesitant, but if you would ask him, no way. Right. We would have been this big or ten times bigger. You know, he's he's a big picture guy, so he's the perfect counterpart of the partner. Um, so he kind of sets the bar really high for us. But I think I think we've came a long way in that short run. Now, where did y'all come up with the word, the name 737 at? Yeah, so 737 is, so the club here, the original piece of property that was bought was supposed to be 745 acres, and it zoned at 737 acres. So when we talk to each other, we send a text or call or whatever, we just say, hey, we'll meet you at 737. And so that name got adopted to the club, and then we just thought, well, I mean, in the call business, nobody else has a number for their name. It rolls off the tongue easy, and it's different. So, you know, as you guys know, there are a lot of call makers out there, so you gotta you got to be different somehow. So we thought, well, we'll start with the name. And, I mean, it is different, and it's pretty catchy, So, and it, it was a natural fit. Now, was there – what was the – who made the decision to not be – to be a direct-to-consumer? Who made that call? Well – that call, uh, that had been something that Kyle had been thinking about for probably the better part of the last, I'd say, 12 to 15 months or so. We had uh, we had been, you know, in a few stores and gaining a little momentum there, but we were we were really losing control over, over our products. You know, we would go to some of these stores and, um, you know, people had been retuning our calls or uh, just just things of that nature, and we'd get there, and it just wasn't to the standards that we had. And, you know, when you lose total control of your product, I mean, it, it, it just, it's the worst feeling in the world. So, right. you know, we decided that coming out of last year's waterfowl season that we would pull back out of the stores and just try to go direct to consumer. We have 100% control of everything. I mean, I, I tune every call that goes out the door. There's not a duck call that I don't touch. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, even when it was going to stores, it was that way. But still, you know, you have guys at those stores that, Ab- um, you know, somebody may, yeah, somebody may want it tuned a little different, and they may, you know, they may tweak on a little bit. And that's, that's not a knock against those guys at all, but it's not, it's not what we had envisioned for our product. So we we pulled back the reins. We have a hundred percent control of our product. So when it leaves our shop, it goes to their door, and there's no middleman. Mm-hmm. It's it. Do you think? And, you- Go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think you could uh, tune them up where these guys that can't call that blow all the time would sound a little better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anybody's come up with that secret sauce. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, at what point did uh, y'all as a company? When when did you round that corner and realize like, okay, like like we're we're huge now. We 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 made it, and uh, and and you got to where you are now. I would say probably about year two for us. Um, we had. You know, we had some momentum on social media, building our brand, telling our story. You know, our products finally getting out there into the hands of a lot of people. Um, it kind of, I think it kind of took off about that time for us. Um, and it's been full steam ahead ever since. You know, we obviously, you know, we, when we went direct to consumer, uh, we haven't missed a beat. Um, it's been, I'd say it's probably the, one of the better decisions that we've made as a company. Um, just overall we i mean we have not missed a beat we're just we're still rolling so we we truly believe that the internet is the way of the world uh people are less hands on now 
you know, they don't have to physically touch something before they buy it, as I think, you know, they used to be. Uh, also, the fact that, you know, we offer a 20-day money-back guarantee. If you get the call for 20 days and you don't like it, we'll see if we can ha- uh, get you situated with a different call in our lineup, or we'll just give you your money back. I mean, it's, it's that simple. We're not going to, you know, 150 to $175, even $250 calls that we have, you know, that's a lot of money for, for anybody. And so we don't want your hands to be tied with something that you're not going to use because if you're not using it, people aren't hearing about it. You're not telling your friends about it. It's, it's a waste both sides of the, both sides. So we're not getting any benefit out of it. You're not happy and you're wasting $150. Right. Well, um, are y'all, y'all are the only call company that is direct to consumer, I think. Uh, Just off I the top think of my head. so. Yeah, I mean, there could be more, you know. I Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to get into retail now as a call maker, you know. And we had rushed our way in there. There may be some others, but I would say that we're probably the. I would say we're probably one of the main ones. Yes. And social media is king now. I mean, you guys. I mean, you're everywhere. Right. Yeah. That was. Uh, that was. That was plan. That was right out of the gate. That was our plan. We, you know, we kind of in fifteen. I mean, social media was. Obviously, it was big then, mm-hmm. but our plan was to create the highest content we can, tell our stories. The one you see on our social media, like the 737 page and my page, is going to be our story. You know, we have other platforms for people to showcase the pictures that they've taken using our products. You know, that's the fan page that we have on Instagram. But that's, that's that was our plan. High-quality imagery. I mean, we're a high-end brand. You know, we align ourselves with high-end brands. You know, we don't partner with everybody. Uh, so when we when people think of high-end, we want them to think of us. Yeah. We want them to think of, you know, quality. And, and, again, they want somebody they can trust. I mean, I don't know any other call companies that are going to let you return a call after 20 days if you don't like it. Even, I mean, I don't know of any. Right. Now, was your social media brand being so big, did that kind of make you rest a little bit easier when you decided – to get out of the big box stores and go straight to consumer? I, I think it probably eased the comfort a little bit, but you know, we were, we were prepared to, we were prepared for whatever happens. Cause I mean, you know, even if it was a one season setback, I think keep your foot on the gas and we came right out of it. Um, we're, I think we're fortunate enough that, you know, like I said, we, there wasn't even a bump in the road for us and we've kept the pedal on the gas and we're rolling. I mean, we're, we have more steam now than we've ever had. Yeah, we had uh, we had Brandon Sarecki on from Boss Shot Shells, and he was talking about being a direct-to-consumer uh, company, and he was saying, you know, if, if companies can just weather the storm for one year, they'll be fine. The companies that yeah, are in I these big box stores, if they can weather the storm for a year, they're fine. But you guys are ahead of the right. curve. You I, don't even have to worry about that now. You're, you're off in the clear right. and running. That's right. Yeah, we pulled out. I mean, we pulled out as soon as duck season was over last year. And he's correct. You know, a lot of those, a lot of those companies are embedded deeper than we were um, into retail. And you know, it might be a little bit more relevant for them because I think he was talking about decoy companies and whatnot. I remember him talking about that. But yeah. I, I truly think, or Kyle and I both think that you know, it's the way of the world. I mean. Just, I mean, the largest retail in the world, Amazon, right. and I mean that platform alone has changed the whole whole way the world shops. So, 
we decided to jump out ahead of that. And there's been other companies that are doing it too. I think, you know, Boss is a new company. They're doing it. Other does it. I think it's just going to be more and more companies start doing it. So I guess y'all grew up hunting. How, where, where did your, where did your passion for this come from? Childhood or what? Yeah. So we both, we both grew up hunting. Uh, Kyle, he grew up hunting south of the property here about 30 minutes in a town called Nita. I hunted on the Deep Fork in the South Canadian River growing up. My grandpa was a big waterfowler. And Kyle hunted uh, his family property. And there's quite a few other uh, properties down there south of here in Ada where he hunted. But, yeah, it was, it was I think he and I have hunted for a little over 10 years to get now. So we've, we've both been waterfowl hunting for a long time. And how did you two hook up? Yeah, we, uh, so I went to college with Kyle's brother, his younger brother, and Kyle owned a property that was off the same river as the 737. It was just maybe 10 minutes of the crow flies from here. And his brother invited me to go out there one day and hunt and see the property and whatnot. So I went out there with him. And so I started more and more. I started going out there and helping Kyle, helping his brother, and then that kind of molded into a friendship and Kyle and I are, you know, we're best friends now and I'm still really good friends with his brother. We've kind of gone our separate ways. He was, he lives, you know, still south of us and has his own family now, but Kyle and I, I mean, it just kind of was a natural fit and we've had our foot on the gas ever since then with calls and club and management and you name it. So the brothers left out now is basically what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, I was not but he's really shipped this stuff because he's a real big deer hunter. So, so. y'all say you have a hunt club there. Do y'all do y'all sell guided hunts, or is it just guys members, or is it just you guys play place and you call? I mean, tell us about the club. Yeah, so the the dream would be full play place, but it's um it's a club. It has. 15 members now, added a few this year. Um, these guys are scattered all over um, Shreveport, Lake Charles, Dallas. Uh, we have a few from Oklahoma. And it's just they uh, they come hunt when they want. I mean, it's we're closed a few days a week just to give the birds a rest. But, you know, you see these guys mainly on the weekends, and they'll bring their son up or a business associate or, you know, it's pretty laid back here, you know. We we hardly ever have more than eight to ten guys out here, ever. Now, how many bands so, are we shooting off of this place? What's that? How many bands? Yep. Uh, it's two to three a year is about it. Two to three a year. Uh, yeah, Mallard bands. Now, since we're That's all, f- since we're all, fri- since we're all friends hunting together, how do? What's the draw look like? How how do you decide who gets it? Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. So last year was the first year that we actually had to have a draw, um, and we just you know we put the we do the standard four or what, however many guys are hunting same color shotgun shell one off ball. Yep, and then we'll draw it that way. But I've been fortunate enough that I'll be on one side of a group of wherever we're hunting. I've taken two off here, so and I don't know if it's because your dog delivers it, you get it, but that's how it's played out. Right. Well, to me, if you if so, you own the club, then you ought to get to keep the band if you have a guest <laughs> with you. Well, we had some guys out here hunting last year. A guy was taking pictures, and I'm not going to say his name. He knows who he is. We know who he is. And, 
this sucker grabs my shotgun and shoots at this duck, and then Kyle shoots at him, and somehow this guy ends up with a band. Yeah. You got to. Well, you Kyle gotta, was the luckiest guy in the world when it comes to drawing. So uh, Kyle's like, "We'll draw for it. There's no way he's going to lose." I mean, this guy's on a Range Rover at a Ducks Unlimited banquet. He's lucky. Yeah. So he's like, "There's no way I'm going to lose this." And he did. He lost it right there. Well, did you say so, he won a Range Rover at a Ducks Unlimited yeah, banquet? Yeah, it was a Delta Waterfowl banquet in Dallas. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Walked away with a Range Rover. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how many how many guns he's won. It's it's. It's well, a lot. Well, tell me about this Range Rover. Was it like you just bought a ticket there? and? Yeah, I think he bought like a certain size raffle pack, and that entered you in the ground for that. God almighty. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So back to this yeah. band. You, you're, you're a photographer yeah. who's got a mighty fine beard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he grabs your gun, shoots. He grabbed my gun, yeah. And Kyle also pulls up and shoots. Yeah, I was already, I'd already done, I was already done. We're, I think we, I think Austin, oh, I think he only needed his limit. And so I said, you shoot my gun. He grabs it and he goes to work. And then next thing you know, they're battling out for a band. My goodness. You gotta, you, I think, uh, Jeff, I think Kyle agrees with your rules, though. If you own the property, you get the jewelry. You should. I, that's just, if, if you invite somebody as your guest and you both shoot at a duck, then you ought to get to keep the band. I mean, that's what yeah. I would do. It's just called being a little classy. <laughs> uh, it was all in good fun, though. Yeah. That's as why he, we keep all the as, as, he, as he gets older, he'll realize that. He didn't take it from me, so it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> no. It's, it's, not a, it's not a big deal at all, is it? <laughs> no. So, do y'all... No, I went back to back. Y- y'all's calls, do you have guys blowing in the contest, or is that even important to y'all? Yeah, no, we do. We have, we have guys blowing in... Uh, and we don't have a mainstream call. Uh, it's just something we haven't really came out with yet. Um, it may be something to come out in the future, but there's a few other things we want to work on before we come out with that. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, – there's a guy here in Oklahoma, Cody Johnson, his name. He's the state champion, and he, he, he uh, the new call that we're working on now. He's been running, running it around this late summer and stuff and having pretty good success with it. Yeah. You know, our, our calls are – they're hunting calls, which majority of people are, but you know, so that's kind of the area we focus on. Now, how does a main? Now, how does a mainstream call? How does? How would that differ from like the meat call that you guys have? You yeah, have- it's just a call that can put a whole lot more volume through. Oh, uh, yeah. We just haven't we haven't developed that yet. I mean, we have the we have the ability to do it. We just haven't. It's just it's not high on the priority list. Right. Yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Yeah, I mean it is, and if we if we start getting a bigger demand for it, then yeah, I mean, you know, for the longest time, I mean that was it. You know, if, if you wanted to be known as a call company, you had to have a call on the Main Street stage, right? You know, and I now I think it. I don't think it's as important. I think it's still important, but I don't think it's as important. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go a little different direction, but certainly not something out of the question for later on down the road. Yeah. Now, d- how much goose hunting do y'all do up there? Is it mainly duck hunting? Yeah, we mainly. I I like to, I do a little goose hunting in February after duck season's over. I used to do a lot of goose hunting in college. Uh, we actually have quite a bit of ag over there where I grew up, and we would be the only trailer in two counties. I mean, nobody else hunted them. So I used to do a lot of it then, late high school and through college. But since you know, since 
we've had our foot on the gas over here at the at the club. I mean, it just it's hard to leave it. You know, you've put so much time and effort into everything. It's hard to leave it. You know, you just want to sit out here and enjoy it, take it all in. Yeah. So. So you made your duck yeah. call. You made your duck call first, and then you decide to make the nitro. I'm assuming. Yes. How hard of yeah, a tra- had, how hard of a transition was it being this this duck, and now all of a sudden you're trying to make this goose call? Yeah, it was. I mean, it took some time. Uh, we've played around with it for a while, but um, you know, we get a lot of requests for a spec call, so that may be our next. You know, that may be our next move as far as geese go, but. The goose call, it it wasn't as hard as we initially thought, but, I mean, we worked on it for probably a year and a half. Well, so. I know where uh, a couple good test subjects would be for that spec call. <laughs> well, we got plenty of those. Yeah. We, yeah. we are loaded with speckle bellies right now. I was just telling Kyle the other day, you know, I've, I've only shot one speckle belly my whole life, uh, and I – I don't understand why, but they, we get them east of here, and then Arkansas loads up on them, and, and or west of here, you guys get them. We don't really get that many here, and so I'd love to come down there and shoot some speckle bellies. Well, guys, we're not that far of a drive for y'all. Yeah, no, we know. Well, you've, um, you've been, you've got an open invitation anytime you want to come up. We shot some yeah, nice, I'd love some to nice birds today too. What? Yeah, I said we shot some nice birds yeah. today too. Zach, jump in here. Hey, I'm here, man. I'm Zach, here. Zach's Zach's being timid. He's he's yeah. He's afraid to ask you guys oh, anything. No. A little gun shy. <laughs> yeah. He blows he blows the hell out of your fucking calls though. This oh, is yeah this yeah. Is, yeah, yeah no, we, he does. That uh, we that, appreciate it. Yeah, that maple. It's it's my go. Yeah, I was about to say, do you like that maple? Call? Oh, I love it. I love it. I like a yeah. wood call. It's just so natural sounding. Yeah, and uh, that wood yeah. next to his lips is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a natural fit, you know. Natural it fit. It is. Yep. So hey, some things are like peanut butter and jelly. They just they just go yep. together. Yep. Are the wooden yep. calls? Are the wooden calls a lot more work than the than the other calls? Yes, the finish work on it. It's it's a lot more work. I, for some reason, and Kyle and I talk about this all the time, we don't know who set the market for wood, but that guy was slow in the head because <laughs> those should be five times more expensive than an acrylic because they're just so much more work. Right. You yeah. know, instead of just putting it on a buffing wheel and shining the acrylic up with a little bit of buffing compound, I mean, you know, all kinds of sanding and finishing. and I mean, it's a lot. What goes into it's, finishing it, the the wood call well, you got to put a slack on it or what is it yeah so you just have you know everybody uses a little bit different finish and uh you know i'm not gonna tell you what finish we use no but, don't, no <laughs> yeah no so we just you, you dip you sand you dip you sand and then you have to make sure that the wood doesn't shrink so we gotta you know, we have to buy a wood and it's not moisture content so that way when it gets out in the field it's not gonna shrink and it's not gonna fit anymore or if it swells on you I mean, there's a lot, there's just a lot more factor that goes into wood. You know, it's it's not a man made material like acrylic is. So, um, usually you usually you're two to three times dipping and sanding. So, mm. and then pin and bands. I mean, it's there's a lot to it. Sounds like a, a lot, lot more. Yeah, but but you that's, can't you can't that's sell. Why we charge, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I want I want to hear well, what you can say. Well, we you know we charge a little more for our wood calls than everybody, but we. You know, we think that they're worth it. I mean, they're they're a lot more work. So, and that doesn't bother us if we're more expensive than everybody. 
Um, well, you pay for just, what you get. It is what so. it is. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what we believe. You know, you get what you pay for. So we've always believed that. You know, years ago, nobody would have paid $400 for an ice chest. Now they're in the back of every truck. Yeah, yep. no shit. Or a bottle so, of water for, or paid dollar for a bottle of water. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No, it's everywhere now. It's just a sign. So, of, it's just a sign of the times. Is all it is. Well, I think wooden yeah. calls. Fifty to hundred years from now, people are still going to be collecting and wanting wooden calls. And I don't know if the new calls are going to be that big a demand. There's just so the craftsmanship is amazing on a wooden call. Yeah, I think didn't we send didn't we send you a burnt hedge, Jeff? No, sir. Somebody but, down there has one. I thought, but I'll no. take one. Got lost in the mail. <laughs> oh. Got lost in the mail. Yeah, lost in the mail. I thought somebody down there had a burnt hedge. That's probably one of our best sellers. But you're right. They just, over time, I mean, I have wood calls that, you know, I've had for a long time, and they just, they're just nicer. I, I don't know. I'm always like, I, I run an African blackwood all the time on my lanyard. So Now, each each wood has a different sound and tone. How do you decide, you know, what what works for you? Yeah, I just... Each each one of them does, you know. They get a little more dense and things like that. I like African blackwood. You know, it's so dense it, it won't float. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's just really hard. It's crisp. It's my favorite, and it's clean. You know, it has great grain to it, but it doesn't have it doesn't have a lot of voids in the wood. You know, so it's like has it puts a smooth finish on it, almost like it is an acrylic. I mean, it's hard to photograph how nice African blackwood is. I think it's probably one of the most under rated woods there is for duck calls they're very pretty i've i've seen i've seen some online and they're just they're gorgeous calls yeah that's what uh that's what i got for brundrit got engraved with the william chris on it. yeah yeah, yeah. i blew it before i before i seen it of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> had to try it out so yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but they're they, yeah they're, they're, they're great they're be- they're beautiful calls for sure so what are you guys what are you guys kicking around today or what what can you tell us what new products might be coming out maybe a sneak peek yeah, we're uh, we're working on a new duck call right now. Um, it is about twenty five percent smaller than our any of our other calls. I mean, it's it's a lot smaller. It is a lot louder, and it is almost a hybrid between a cut down and a J frame. It's more towards a J frame, which is what we run anyway. But it does have the ability to pop on it a little bit, like a lot of guys like. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we have, I think. I think we made about 20 of them and we're trying to get them out. You know, we're going to get them out to people this year and kind of get feedback on it, you know, cause we're, we're not in a hurry to come to market with it. So to get feedback on it from somebody hunting it all year is, you know, it's going to be invaluable. Somebody, you know, some guys may really like this part of it and they may really hate this part of it. So we're going to take all of that information before we get ready to launch it and uh, make some tweaks here and there if we need to. So far we've got to, Really, really good feedback on it. We don't even have a name for it, but, you know, the name is the last part. So right. we have that in the works. Um, we've talked about we've talked about doing a spec call. Uh, we get a lot of uh, a lot of requests for that. I know you guys want one. Um, but as of right now, you know, we're putting our foot on the gas. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. We have a... We always do our original Black Friday sale, and it's always a real big hit for us. You know, we only do two sales a year. We do a Father's Day, which, and then a Black Friday. And the Black Friday is always quite a bit more discounted than the Father's Day sale. 
So, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's the nice ability we have now that we're direct consumer. You know, we, whenever you're in stores, you know, it's hard to discount your calls because then you're undercutting the guys that you sold them to already. So right. we can do whatever we want now. Yeah, we we did a black we did a Black Friday sale on our apparel, and we got shit for it today. One of the guys, <laughs> evidently, one of the guys bought a hoodie right before we did this Black Friday, and then he saw on it, and then he saw on Facebook that we'd done it, and now he's giving a shit yeah. to the line today. <laughs> yeah, you'll catch that. You <laughs> will catch that. We've we've dealt with that for the last few years, and so uh, we decided to start running running a or making a post today, letting people know, hey, the Black Friday sale's coming up. Yeah. So, because so, I mean, you know, you'll get people with black calls the day before, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah. you guys are having a sale. You didn't say anything about it." Well, so you shouldn't have been so you shouldn't have been an eager eager beaver, and you would have got the sale. Yeah. So now, now, yeah. now we got to give this guy ten bucks back. So. Yeah. Well, that'll happen. What are you, What are you gonna do, right? What? Well, yeah. What are you gonna do? So, how long will you guys yeah. test a product before you do bring it to market? Typically, we'll. This this one's a little different than year uh, years past because we already have you know we have a few different models out so we're just trying new things. Right. Um, this this one we're going to go a whole season probably and just take feedback because like I said earlier we're not in a hurry to bring it to market. We already offer a great line of call and this is just going to be another great call to add to the lineup. But it's going to be, in my opinion. It's, you know, I always say this about a new call, but it's my favorite call that we've ever made. Mm-hmm. And the feedback that we've gotten off of it is really, really good. Like, better than expected, I think. And so, you know, I'd say about, I'd say a season to, you know, an off season is typically what we do when we're designing the call. How long did you sit on the number one before you brought it to market? Almost two years. Just tweaking all, just tweaking all yeah. the time, or, or, or just it wasn't uh-huh. ready yet. Yeah, it just wasn't ready yet. Whenever we and it, and even when we brought it to market, uh, that call was pretty much designed the way I like to blow a call, mm-hmm. and I like a lot of wine in my call, mm-hmm. just because I've always thought that it sounds different than everybody else blowing, right. and not everybody, but the majority of people. So I've always, I've always liked that style of calling. And so that's how we built the number one. Well, when you, originally, well, when you put a lot of line and a lot of hold in the call, it's not user friendly right. at all because it takes perfect air presentation and you know a little bit more experience. So we kind of went back to the drawing board, like maybe a month after launching it, made some few, made a few changes, and now it's probably the most personal call that we have. Yeah. Yeah, Je- Jeff can blow it. Yeah. If Jeff can if, blow it, yeah. then it's real user friendly. You, you see, I get beat up right. on that. <laughs> that call, I make that baby yeah. sing, boy. I'm telling yeah. you, you make it yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Emo yeah. greenheads come right in with a hard on when I start blowing <laughs> on that sucker, boy. He means he I'll means gray ducks. Gray ducks. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all, did y'all see <laughs> our, uh, our our gray duck field shoot we had there in the yeah. early season? Oh, that was unreal. Jeff was giving her the old chatter. Yeah. Boy, she just come right yeah. in, boy. That's his go-to. Yeah, move. one two. Yeah, yeah. The old one two. <laughs> <laughs> they, they give yeah. me they give me shit all the time, and and I'm I just, know I I'm a killer. I listened to a podcast where I said killer. that, or you, I think you said that you didn't you didn't even blow a goose call. Shit, no, but I wouldn't. This. I have no use to blow a damn goose call. I got people that work for me that yeah. can. But that's when I, right. But, hey, but you got to know when to delegate. 
That's right. No, you're wrong. No, he's, you're wrong. he's real good at that delegating. But, but when I when I sing in that yeah. old that number one, I put that old sing into it, boy. Them suckers just drop right yeah. in. I, I'm so good. The other day, I was watching them hunting. They was having some trouble, and I started calling in the truck on the number one, Fuck. and a fucking ducks went in the decoys to him. Jeez, I don't remember that. <laughs> he's just a he's just a dirt road godsend. That's out there on the dirt road. See you, you right to you. You understand this already? Yeah, yeah. That's what he does. Hey, I understand. He'll park 200 yards away from us and watch us with his damn headlights and shit on. So they're shooting yeah. ducks too damn early yeah. if the damn headlights are bothering them. Text him, Jeff. Turn your headlights off. <laughs> he was. Well, he's the only one that's rigged up with LEDs, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. yeah. How the hell does well, that? Well, that's what happens when you're the big dog. That's yeah. right. He was yeah. he was parked so close one day that we shot at a bird and the BBs got him, <laughs> one got him right between the eyes. Fucking hurt like hell, boy. Stung. That is great. That's, so that just tells you how close he was. Yeah. He wasn't two hundred. He was yeah. fifty. If there's a cotton module or a tractor, I'm parking right next to that some bitch. I want to get where yeah. I'm close to. I like to listen to everybody talk. <laughs> you <laughs> may as well just go hunt with us and sit in the. Blind. You probably don't want to hear what they're saying about you, Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm pretty. I'm not sensitive. I've got some pretty thick skin, so it don't bother me. Yeah. What I hate yeah, is having to... Yeah, I'll 25 years doing that. You probably have some thick skin. You probably heard it all. I've been called every name in the book. <laughs> if I don't hear yeah. it here, I hear it in town somewhere, so I'm, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you guys have to deal... As big as y'all are on social media, I mean, I'm sure y'all get that daily. What's that? Just people bitching and hating and all this other nonsense. Yeah, well, really, we don't get a lot of hating on us. I mean, we really don't. Uh, some of our posts, you know, there'll be the, the typical chatter on there, but it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of activists really getting on there and just trying to stir up trouble, but we just don't respond to them. We don't give them the satisfaction. Yeah, that's a smart move. Just throw the band, just throw the band hammer on them and move on. <laughs> right. it, is, it does you no good to to, to let people, you know, People on social media, they're, they're always, somebody's always going to have something negative to say. Just, it does no good to respond. No, it just, so fest- your time. It just festers it up. Just let it go. It'll, it'll, exactly. it'll be at the bottom we've of the page. One. Yeah, I mean, we've got a whole lot more important things going on than to worry about somebody wanting to start a little trouble. Yeah. So, Andy, he runs our social media. He gets a little worked up sometimes. Andy gets a little worked up. A little, little worked up in the old uh, inbox there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it I, happens, man. I, I get, I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't work you up. It just, you know, we just don't do anything. We just don't respond to them. But yeah, I can't imagine getting mad at something and getting online and bashing anybody over anything. I mean, a rest. I see that with restaurants too. You know, people just call the people mm-hmm. up. You know, I just can't imagine getting on there and bashing on a restaurant or any product. I mean, there's some people have some bad things happen, but. You're not getting anything yeah. out of it. I've never heard of anybody giving somebody a new Range Rover for bad mash. You know, bad <laughs> somebody on fucking Facebook. Yeah, but that's the problem, Jeff. People don't call people anymore. No, they don't. They don't. There's we live in a nutless society. That's the problem there. Yeah, it's a whole lot easier to send it over text or whatever. Yeah, that's on on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no face to face contact makes you a lot different person. I think. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. So when are you guys going to come down here and come hunting with us? Uh, we we need to. Um, or hell, Oklahoma we have a even. split. Yeah, our split is the twenty fifth through the eighth, so we don't have a lot going on then. Well, we're yeah. all re- usually we're still simple to get water on things, but 
we're ahead of schedule this year. Well, during that ten day split, because we go to Oklahoma on the ninth and start, or the eighth, I guess, is the opening day up there. The second yeah. split, we start hunting in yeah. Oklahoma. But between now and then, y'all are welcome to come down, throw you in a group, and join right in with us. And maybe I'll blow the old number one against you guys and kind of sing to you guys. <laughs> oh, let you see how it goes. I, yeah, I'd like to come down there and listen to that music you're making. <laughs> <on that. laughs> now, are y'all in Oklahoma State territory, or are y'all OU fans? Uh, Kyle's an OU fan. I'm OSU. I bet that makes for some fun times in the pit. Not really. I mean, I, we get stomped every year, so it's not <laughs> a lot of conversation. Y'all played them a good game this year, though, huh? We did play them a good game, shockingly. And then to beat Texas and West Virginia, I was, I mean, not happy about it because we're still not good. I mean, the Big 12 defensively is trash, but. Well, you watched the pro game last night. Def- defense isn't really I didn't, playing cool I around. can't believe I didn't watch that game. Oh, what a great game. What a track meet that was. I know. That's what I heard, but 50-plus points each team, right? Yeah. yeah. They said Vegas took a took it right up the old rectum last night because the, the over-under was 61. Yes. Holy cow. And they blew that out of the water. They said they lost seven figures. The books did. But, yeah. Wow. Boom. Well, Guido ain't spending money with us, so that ain't going to hurt us. None, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not much of a gambler. No, no, me neither. Anytime I gamble with Jeff, I'm already. He says I'm down like 25 tomahawk ribeyes, but oh gosh. Anytime I do gamble, I always lose. Andy doesn't. Andy's not a real smart better though. He bet. <laughs> he bets with. Well, his, he bets with his heart, not his brain. Yeah. Oh, Andy, you can cash in on those tomahawks whenever we come down. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'll be buying steaks for everybody. Yep. If, if if that's if that's the way it is. Well, tell us. Yeah. Tell us your website. Tell us your instant. All that stuff. Yeah. So you can check us out. It's um, 737.calls.com. The Instagram is 737.calls. There is also one. We have two more. 737 fan page and 737.club. And then I have one. It's, it's D Jones 737. And then. We also have Facebook. It's just seven thirty seven duck calls. So we make it easy. Yeah. And then don't don't but, worry but don't worry about looking up Kyle on anything because he's he's not even worth looking at on Instagram. <laughs> just right. Dustin. Kyle, just, yeah. just look at seven thirty seven and Dustin is all you need to see. Yeah, yeah. He he actually runs all of our social media though. He's oh. just in the background, you know. He's not Yeah. He's kinda he's kinda like I think he's kinda like Jeff. He just kinda like, Stays in the background and runs the show. Oh, he's the brains of the operation, is <laughs> what you're saying then. Yeah, well, I mean, I did, I'll give him credit. He is. He's the big picture brains. So. Yeah. I'm just the, I'm the back. He's, we joke around. He's the front of the house, I'm the back of the house. Yeah. Well, when you guys come on, we can act. When, whenever you guys come down here, we can get Kyle. He can actually, we can actually hear his voice. We'll, we'll, do, <laughs> we'll do another podcast if you guys get down here and we can hear Kyle's yeah. voice if y'all, yeah. uh, if y'all ever yeah. make it down. What do y'all got going on? Oh no! We, Go ahead. Uh, we'd love to. We'd love to. Like I said, I want to shoot some specs. So well, I, I need to come down. Well, you, maybe we can work it out in the next couple of weeks. You got an open invitation. Uh, right, specs cool. will still be here. Uh, just, just know that if we shoot a band, we're not doing any bullshit drawing. <laughs> all right? No, no, I don't. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Care less. What are you guys up to today? Making calls? Or are you out hunting? Uh, today we are shifting pumps around from one location to the other. We're working on equipment, and then we are going to the shop. Yep, we're gearing up. So Getting we're going to go fill orders. We're going to go get ready for Black Friday, and then I think we're going to we're going to shoot some ducks before we go home today. But 
Yeah. Right now we're we're gonna go fuel up a few water pumps and I think we're gonna cut a few holes and kinda it's kinda an easy day for us. Like I said, normally this time of year we're hundred percent go, 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 but we've actually got ahead of the curve this year. Uh, with the rain that we had it made pumping a little bit easier and cut our pumping down to a third of the time I think. So Well that's good. Well guys, I really yeah. appreciate you uh y'all take this is y'all's busy season. I know it. Um Thank y'all so much for taking time out of your day, Kyle. I wish I could have heard from you, but you're you're doing great back there. Okay, he's holding down this passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you he gave you the Phil Phil Mickelson thumbs up there. Uh, I bet so. he did. I bet he did. What well, uh, for me? Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on and uh, sell a lot of calls during this Black Friday sale. Yeah, thanks a lot for having us on. Sorry we couldn't make it happen a little earlier. I know we've been playing a little cat and mouse, but. Uh, I'll get, I'll get with you guys. We seriously would like to come down in the next couple weeks. Just message me and we'll take care of you. All right, you guys. We appreciate you guys, all the support, and uh, let us know if you need anything. All right. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Good guys. You just got to jump in there, Zach. He covered it all. He covered it all. Just... A- anytime I'd have something, Andy would cover it. Like was he... I ahead of you or what was <laughs> the deal? Just one step ahead, bud. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know. You were sitting over there doodling, so I didn't think he had anything. <laughs> yeah, he was thinking up thoughts. Thinking up, thinking thinking up, up thoughts. Thinking up thoughts. <laughs> thinking up thoughts. <laughs> hey, so. Uh, the old num- the old number one, the old Jeff's chatter. That's right. Sing to him, boy. Mm. The old kitty, 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 kitty. You know what? That is the most important part of the call. Kitty, 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 kitty. Because you listen to them when they're coming in. They're, they're chattering. They, they do. They do. They're feeding, and I'm letting them know we're feeding down here. <laughs> no. I'm a fat guy, and I'm telling you right now, that's how you want. You always want to shoot the biggest duck anyways, right? There you go. So you got to get that fat guy thinking there's some food down there. Actually, I believe the, that is a flying call. What is? The feed chatter. The kitty, 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 kitty. They do it when they're in the air. Actually, that's, actually, well, that's what I'm calling. A bird's in the air. I've never called none on the ground. I know, but it's not a it's not a it's not a feeding call. What what is it lately? Y'all just wanting to blow just, me up in front of my Eurasian widgeon. That was Asher. Thing, that and was he was Asher. wrong. He's not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to call it out. No, okay. the verdict was it's half and half. It's half American, half Eurasian. Well, then it's Eurasian. I if, saw, some, uh, if something's got 15% Mexican, it's a Mexican, right? <laughs> so that's the same with that duck. It's, goddamn, it's Eurasian. I saw Saunders. He killed a fucking, sure enough, Eurasian widgeon the other day. I mean, solid red head. It was beautiful. Now you're going to let Bill upstage me. He ain't even here either <laughs> to defend himself. They are beautiful duck. The full-colored yeah. ones are. There's no doubt about it. You got anything to say there, Andy? You're just kind of looking <laughs> stupid over there. <laughs> So y'all killed the shit out of the geese this morning. Good hunt. Good Shot them good. We Shot them good. good. Canada's finally finally decided to play. We killed uh, almost 30 Canadas and 10, 10 or 12 specks. Where like the hell is the freaking wind at? It blows here every freaking day. and it ain't had it all week. winter. We haven't yeah. had a week straight in a winter. And it switched today. It yeah. went from northwest when we got there at 5 o'clock. And when we packed up, it was southeast. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So what the fuck are we supposed to do with that number? Yeah, it's tough. Birds Sh- were shoot them in the ass. Yeah, we should have. We shot, we shot thirty nine. We didn't shoot forty, but we no, had, we had we, forty on the clicker. Remember? That's right. We had one get away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of fucked up a shot. We had four that went from our back right over the A frame. I bet you could have touched them with your gun barrel. And. I'm a greedy fucker. I thought they were going to swing right there. And so I down. just kept thinking, they're going to spin around. They're going to do it. We're going to mow them. But they did not. They they kept going. Yep. Looking back, should have shot them in the ass and just got over 40. You know, we had to work We had to work the birds hard today. They didn't just give it up. I mean, they, they 
they'd swing and then they'd swing and then they'd swing and finally they'd, they'd be like okay let's do it and once they did make their mind up they did it right and it was nice i gotta give a little credit to gunner oh new I guy thought, i thought you were gonna, gonna give credit, credit to yourself to no i'm not not to myself because because full disclosure there were a shitload of birds in the field yesterday morning mm-hmm. but Andy there was, and i did not see them because we were hunting there was absolutely nothing in the field yesterday evening when we scouted and jeff said zach and i are bitching in the back seat <laughs> there's no birds in our field and jeff said guys i'm telling you this is a hunt this is a hunt this is a hunt quit quit your bitching we shot 40 it's full moon so there you go happens jeff. every year during full moon we applaud jeff you. went with we his gut you. jeff went with his gut good call so because you know what would have happened if we didn't hunt it they'd have fucking loaded up in there oh absolutely yep so and jeff you, would have been saying oh i told you in, so. in your experience when you have a situation like that do you always go off of what you see in the morning a lot of times i do when i win the argument with you guys because i mean we had birds in in field of uh, fields of ours yesterday evening that we, we could we, we let field to set today yeah. that we didn't have to um a north wind or not a north wind a full moon this happens every year. We well, forget what I'm saying, about it. What I'm getting at is when do you go off of what you see in the evening? Just, if they do something different, what do you do? Situational stuff a lot of times. A lot of times we get a farmer pushes something off, wind. We got a front coming in. I mean, like t- tomorrow we're going to okay. hunt on places that they got birds on them tonight. Okay. There were no birds in the field yesterday evening. Yes, but I knew they'd be there. They'd been there Why? three days in a row. I just did from doing it for experience. I just knew How that. did you know? I'm needing you to pass this on to our listeners yeah. here. We're not asking you. Uh, I, I see the same. The birds do. Sometimes we get into phase. Right now we're in a full moon phase, and birds are going to do things different in the morning than they do in the evening time. A lot of times on a full moon, and especially on a warm day. Now, if it's a full moon and it's cold, so somewhere up north this may not apply to them, but down mm-hmm. here, when it's hot, the birds will go do things in the evening time that they don't have no intention. They're not really hungry. Now, when you say hot, it's going to be it's 60, 60 degrees, degrees today. That's hot for wintertime for me. But if it's sixty, if it's over 60 degrees, the birds are not going to feed much in the evening. They'll fly. They'll get up. They'll go fly, stretch their wings. They might land and eat some salad, which is what we call the, the wheat, wheat the barley, wheat. something like that, before they'll go eat a grain. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll go land in a grain field, and they won't even eat. They'll just fly and land. Loaf, check out the other cheeky poos, get up and fly back. I mean, there's no, I don't know why they do it, but so I've noticed over the years that there's things that the birds do in the evening time mm-hmm. or the morning that they don't do in the evening. That's why scouting in the morning is as important. Yeah, it's key. And I scout every morning. I make the rounds. I know where every field with birds in it is. Now, I may go by that field at 8 o'clock in the morning and at 9.30 they may be somewhere else, but I know where they go first morning. Right. And I, I know where the birds were at this morning at first light for the first hour and a half or two. So we're gonna. So hunt. you think scouting mm-hmm. in the morning is more beneficial than scouting in the evening? I don't know <laughs> if it's more beneficial because I damn sure wouldn't want to hunt someplace I didn't scout the night before just because of habit. But we, we basically did yesterday. But uh, yeah. But, so basically, you use the evening to verify what you saw in the morning. Yes, and the birds went. And, and, and to be all fair, the birds went to our field last night and circled it and then went on somewhere else. But they broke Once down. Again, we might have been parked too close. Oh, <laughs> I shit. think we were parked too close. But they broke down on it. They did. They set their and wings, spin, run, or spun a couple times, and went on. And then they saw the black Chevy and was like, "Fuck this!" The old black bow tie. Black bow tie. <laughs> Some bitch can't. You can't stick it. What happened is you washed it, and then they were like, "Oh, okay." There's that uh, fat bastard again. We're gonna it's, die. It's not him. It's a yeah. clean truck. If you just left it dirty, they'd have never known. <laughs> 
I washed my and, windows. And that That's wash it. job was <laughs> horrendous, mind you, people. It looks like a bad haircut. <laughs> I mean, it looks like somebody just took clippers to it and, like, clippers oh, weren't even. Horrible. My truck is a black Chevy that is brown. It's got mud and dirt on it. It's been raining for three months here. And I think there's mud on it from last year still. And secretary wiped out my back door, and I can't. I don't have time to get my truck up for five days to get it fixed till february i guess so yeah. it's gonna have a it's got to dent it up if you see a fat guy in a wrinkled up back door on a brown chevy that's supposed to be black that, but the windows are clean that's me that's him that's him but uh at least we can see out of those windows that's right because andy was complaining about so i washed that. i actually give a shit about andy reese though can't see out the window very good so i, I washed him for can't see shit out of this fucking thing <laughs> but that's why that's why we hunted that field it's just a gut deal and I, did, I had a place the other day, and I didn't hunt it, and I wish I would have because just some things I'd seen. And we're dealing with some stuff that you guys don't remember because it's been a long time since we've had this much water. Right. And so things are back to what happened 15 years ago in a normal year. And I'm well, seeing some of the same habits and patterns that we haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so hard to predict what they're going to do right now because crops are not out of fields like they normally are this time of year. Farmers are still bumping them. To get, you know, so that, that way they're not eating the peanuts that are not harvested yet. And I think that's just, a lot of our issues, too. These birds are pretty jumpy. It's just so hard to get these birds on a pattern. Yeah. And they're fucking crazy because they're like a menopausal woman right now because it's a 95% yeah. moon. Well, yeah, that's got them going. But we had a good day. No wind no, and full moon. We had a great hunt today. And the spread. Absolutely. It was a millennial spread is what it was. We're chasing millennial geese. So we made pockets everywhere yep and we said you know what we're not going to force these birds to land anywhere they can pick and choose as they as they feel as their emotions lead them whatever you want to do hey it's no big deal you don't have to land right here you can just land over here so what we did is basically we just made pockets everywhere we made the the base of it and then we just we'd scatter a dozen here a dozen there three dozen in one spot and just kind of made it look like they would land on no wind days, like they just mm-hmm. kind of plopped down. So that's what we did with our spread. It worked, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, we call it the millennial spread. They can just – they're not forced to do anything. Just whatever whatever they feel they can, uh, they can do. And I'll tell you uh, <clears throat> one thing. Props to Dive Bomb. Of course, that's all we ran today, about, what, 45 dozen silhouettes. But they're socks. Ran them on a no. We ran socks on a no Zero wind day. Wind. Just a little queef of wind every once in a just, while. And I mean, just that, a little, little queef. That uh, snap in spine system, whatever you want to call it, that they've Way got, go. it makes all the difference in the world. Because yeah. I mean, you know, your your traditional socks. Of course, you got to have some kind of breeze to mm-hmm. open them. Mm-hmm. These here, boom! You snap them into place. Doesn't matter. Zero wind. Looked perfect. I looked there. at the weather at one point this morning, and it said it was blowing out. It was said it was blowing northeast at one mile an hour. How the fuck you even measure <laughs> one mile an hour? Would never. But yeah, those, those socks have just enough of that little little break. Uh, that breeze that they can just kind of do their yep. little thing, and it adds a it adds a different dimension to your the spot. old S threes. So yeah, it does. It's does good that. morning. It's good. good morning. Tomorrow Talk about should be Gunner. Hold on, give Gunner. I'm sorry. Response. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jill. New guy, Gunner. We've jacked with him a lot. Little nuts. Little nuts. Little nuts. Like to call yeah, him. Little, little nuts, nuts. Tater nuts. Tater. 
Cheddar. He's not allowed to have cheese. Slick nuts. Cheese. Slick nuts is a new and we can work in. He, he, he's a great kid. He's 18 years old. His mom's called up here and talked to me a couple of times, you know, giving me his dietary, you know, stuff. His and preferences. <laughs> so we fuck with him all the time. And But he's getting really good. He was a nervous son of a bitch. Andy chewed his ass out one day Andy the first got a little day. nasty I didn't with chew him. his ass out. You jumped on him. But I didn't since jump then, on him. But, I just nipped it in the bud. But since then. He's gotten more confidence. That's he's doing good. really good, and he's 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 a good hand. He's done a good job. And he shot a yep. shot limited ducks this morning. A lot of yep. cotton tops. That's okay. Oh, hey, cotton those... tops and fat chicks, baby. Guaranteed to give it up. They love it. They love so, it. So I was proud of Gunner. He and there a may good job. or may not be a cotton top and fat chick T-shirt in the works. Ooh. If you're not a member of the closed group on Facebook, this is the first you're hearing about it. But those that were in the uh, closed group, they might already uh, they might already know this is coming up. So yeah, cotton chop, cotton tops and fat chicks. They'll. They'll show you a good time. <laughs> also, breaking now, our 100th episode, we have a major, major announcement. So make sure you have tuned in. This will be episode number 96. And then for our 100th, we've got some, we've got some stuff that you're not going to want to miss. So be sure you tune into that and may, be sure that you tell your buddies to be tuning in here coming up because we've got some big big uh big plans for you guys out there so the hundredth is going to be a big one and we might even have a uh a little teaser before the hundredth so be listening in the next couple of weeks we got some stuff brewing yep holler at me if you want some days i still got a few week days left in december here and there mix match i can put you in work you in and if january i got some uh weekdays still left too and i think i have one weekend left in january i can't remember Anyways, holler at me at stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172. Anything to say? Zachary? Zach, you go ahead. <clears throat> Just stay tuned. You know, we're grinding on them. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, only going to get better from if, here. Got if, another front hit. Hey, I wasn't done, Annie. Easy. Well, you said you, it, you said oh, you didn't have anything. I did not say that. I said stay tuned. We're grinding on them. Winter's coming. We got another front hit Sunday. Should get another push of birds. Follow me on social. at Zach Shaver 9 Keep up with me that way. Keep up with Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Follow our Instagram. All right, I'm just You just stole what I was going to say. I was going to (laughs) say, if you want to see how the season's going, be sure to follow us, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, on Instagram. Follow me, Andy underscore Shaver. That's all I got. Thank you to the 737 guys for talking to us. Yeah, I look forward to seeing them. Hopefully they can make it Hopefully they can make it down. uh, We'll, We'll whack some birds together. We can shoot them up. So yeah, if you're if you're in the market for a duck or a goose call, go check them out. Seven thirty seven. Do it right do now. You Just will not regret it. it. Or wait till their Black Friday sale. Yeah, don't don't discount. do it today. They see they they fucked up by telling us this shit's going on. Shit's <laughs> their going sales on are going to drop this week. <laughs> the next Friday. The next three days are going to be terrible <laughs> sales. So just yep. uh, if if you've already bought that call, I'm sorry. But yeah, go check them out. See ya. Have a good one.